0: Since Facebook's rebrand to Meta, a new trend of investors buying up parcels of cyber real estate for millions of dollars emerged, seemingly believing there must be gold in the metaverse heels. I'm Lee Levy, co-founder of Nanato Media and author of Beyoncé Habla Español, How Lawyers Win the Hispanic Market, and this is In Camera Podcast, where we take caution as we explore the Metaverse landscape of opportunities. Podcast Private Legal Marketing Conversations. Grace, welcome back. How are you today? Good. How are you, Leo? I couldn't be better, Grace. Very, very happy. It's warm. It's sunny today. And that's that's what I like. That's all I need. To be happy. Just the sun and warm temperatures.
1: I'm with you. You know, I'm in Florida. So every day that I wake up and I can rub some sun on my face, I'm a happy camper. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Can't wait. Just a few more weeks before I'm seeing the sea once again i just love i I love the seaside it's just you know it's so energizing it just opens up your mind gives you clarity it's calm and peaceful even though it's a place like miami right that it's so hectic and happening and vibrant you know you still get some peace of mind just by sitting there and watching that beautiful sea
1: right oh the ocean's amazing yes i agree
0: totally (laughs) yeah All right, Grace. Now, talking about relaxation and such, let's talk about things that are not relaxing at all. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about something that is really getting hot. This is hot as in like stocks are getting hot, real estate market is getting hot, and so this is the metaverse real estate that is getting hot this time. Grace, we've mentioned Last year, one of our final episodes on predictions, we've said that the metaverse is is there, right? Like there's no going around this. This is going to have an impact. This is a place where things are going to be happening. And so before we get started, let's start by trying to define in our own words, nothing too technical, what is the metaverse, Grace? Can you help us with that?
1: Yes. So I've been thinking about it because I know it's difficult for some people to understand the concept of you know, fake real estate in the cloud. And that's, that's essentially what this is. However, I think with the advent of the virtual conferences that we had, I think a lot of people will understand that better if I explain it that way.
0: So I think it's a good way of, it's a good way of getting people, you know, giving you a mean into it so you can grasp right the context.
1: Right. The visual part, right? Because that's yeah. what it is. It's it's the idea of having real estate in the cloud, guys and ladies and gentlemen. So the, the whole point of the metaverse is basically you would buy an address, right? Inside of a community or a business district and you would buy a building. Well, this is all stuff that exists in the cloud. And so people yeah. will virtually go visit the business or conduct business with these different companies. And if any of you attended the, um, I think it was AAJ, but I forget which one had that full-blown experience where you walked through the booths. Do you remember that one? I
0: think it was, um, I think it was MTMP. Yeah,
1: it might've been MTMP. I think you're right. Yes. Where you yeah. walked down a hallway and, you know, you actually entered booth areas and then you entered sessions and rooms and it looked like a booth and it had the feeling yeah. of being in a building and that kind of thing. That is what yeah. the metaverse is. The easiest exactly. way to explain that. <laughs>
0: It's totally correct, Grace. So before we get into the real estate part of it, the metaverse—it's um, basically a network of 3D virtual worlds. And why do people get there? Is social connection. That's 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 the the drive that gets you into the metaverse, right? And so I took here what Wikipedia says or describes the metaverse as a metaverse is a network of 3D virtual worlds focused on social connection. So that's really, in the most plain terms, what it is. Now, the other thing that is super important and you and you mentioned this, great, because there is businesses that can be present in the metaverse, right, is that it also translates to digital economy. So you can actually create things inside this metaverse world and sell them And obviously, buyers can go in there and spend money as well. So it is a virtual world, but there is a tangible element to it that you can actually spend real money. And we're going to get into the real money at some point as well because digital wallets, right? I mean, people see them as cash. People don't see them as cash. That's also part of the bigger conversation. But the bottom line is that they're virtual but they're not virtual in the sense that you and I would think of a video game is virtual with no impact in the real world now having mentioned up video gaming for for those who are not much into video gaming in today's world which has a lot of streaming and online gaming and that sort of thing i do want to point out that something similar to what we're calling the metaverse already exists in the gaming world right? A few examples that I was able to find, Grace, is uh, World of Warcraft, right? That is, you know, a virtual world where players can, yeah, can buy and sell goods. So there is already this happening. It's not like it's going to happen sometime in the future. It's happening already, right? And so these gaming platforms are already giving us an insight into how this is going to feel. Another one called Fortnite, who um, also, you know, took it a step, further and they also do virtual experiences like concerts and there are i I think there's like a, a martin luther king jr hall where you can go and learn as well about human rights like this is happening already now why we cannot say though that the gaming platforms are the metaverse well because that would be like saying that one specific social network is the entire internet like for instance saying Facebook is the internet or that Google is the internet. Uh, every single platform can create its own metaverse and they're all part of the bigger ecosystem but it doesn't it's not just one right And so grace, that is also why a lot of people are now starting to call these the bigger internet and you see, the analogy that comes to mind and i think it's actually a good one is that this new concept of getting a presence in the metaverse which a way of doing it is through buying real estate in the metaverse is what it was back in the day building your website buying a domain and building a website and so it is a little bit different, I guess, from the standpoint that the metaverse is kind of like created for profit and the internet was something that was supposed to be free and accessed for free. And the metaverse real estate's whole idea is for it to gain value. Like it has a business model behind it, right? It's not It's not so much about like, yeah, we, we give you... The content we get the visibility and kind of like indirectly we get business out of it is not so much that it's here it's more transactional. the metaverse aims as like you buy real estate you you expect for it to gain value and so that then then you can rent it or sell it or use it for other commercial purposes like putting ads. so having said that, now I think we can try to talk a little bit more in depth about uh, what's happening right now in the real estate space in the metaverse. So I have here a question for you, Grace. What does it mean, or how would you explain having property in the metaverse? Like, how does that look? You buy, okay, you went and you bought property. What What did you just bought? <laughs> So, um I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm actually going to relay it a little to how you were talking about Facebook, right? Um yeah. so just like there are different social media platforms right in the internet, there are yep. different worlds in the internet for real estate, and two that That's right. two that I found that we can point to actually are yeah. one called sandbox
0: yeah, big one
1: that that one's massive, right? And mm-hmm. it's actually a subsidiary of um a software firm called Animoca Brands Corp, but that's okay. irrelevant. But uh, mm-hmm. so the other one that is well-known is, uh, I believe it's called the Land. I have to see exactly how you would pronounce Decent-
0: Decentraland. it. Decentraland.
1: Decentraland, thank you. Because I yeah. you know, I, I saw how it was written and yeah. it didn't quite <laughs> like jive in my brain, but yeah, Decentraland, yeah. thank you. Those are two very well-known uh, worlds, right? Or real estate yeah. locations in yeah, totally. the metaverse. And the way to think about this is, is somebody is developing a world out there where other organizations, it's like a mall, right? Where you're, d- you're yep. putting a mall up and you're saying, okay, if you buy real estate in my mall, you're going to gain X number of value because other companies are gonna buy in the same location. And so then of course it's real estate, even if it's digital real estate, it's just like digital currency. This is digital real estate in a digital mall where others yep. are gonna be, either similar or like a fashion district, right? So the whole fashion district where you're going to be with other potentially fashion people and other fashion businesses, and people are going to come visit you
0: in this digital world. Totally great. So here's a stretch to how some are talking about buying real estate in the metaverse right now. First of all, I believe that was it was in Decentraland that recently a lot went for two point five million dollars. Yes, a virtual lot, a virtual, a virtual piece of nothing went down for two point five million dollars. And so I again, I'm not. It's it's not it's not. I don't, I don't want to minimize the the fact that this there is real value in there, but I also don't want people to forget the fact that this is. I mean, the moment that Decentraland falls or crashes your real estate value your real estate investment goes with it so it, it's very important to keep that in mind because the the, the this you know the property will never tante- tangibilize as a as property right it, it'll always be something virtual so like myspace what, guys okay yeah so what the buyer was saying here like imagine if you could travel back in time when New York was farmland and you could just buy, uh, you know, a whole block in Soho, at a dollar or whatever, right? And so that that's the analogy. I, I do think it's a far stretch, but the bottom line here, Grace, is that it, it, here is how I see it, okay? Here is how I see it. I don't know if Decentraland, Sandbox, Upland, or any of these ones is going to prevail And they're going to be like the metaverse where people want to be. Like Facebook became the social network that it is today. And I guess that some of them are going to fail along the way. They're just not going to take off. And I do think, though, that some of them will be very successful. Very successful. And if you just happen to have invested in one of those... And then there is going to be real value. I mean, it's just like that. There will be winners, but there are also going to be losers. So you can compare this to whatever you wanted to compare. You know, to compare it to NFTs, stock market, whatever that is. But there is certainly a trend that's not stopping, and that is that we're heading towards the metaverse age. And so that's happening. Being present in there will have value. Now, here is the thing. How do you then choose uh, where to buy, right? How do you choose where am I going to buy uh, a, a piece of real estate in the metaverse, right? Land or whatever, block sectors, however they want to call it. Well, you buy it the same way that you buy real estate in the real world. You look at the location, you look at the location, and you look at the location, and you buy. And so, here is how do you read it right when you get to the to the metaverse like you land somewhere you like your virtual avatar just gets dropped in the middle of somewhere and so that middle of somewhere that that entry point that everybody lands in that's a great place to be right because the, obviously it gets a lot of traffic like any like like the real world there is areas that get a lot of traffic, that are, have a lot of visitors every day. There's a lot of buzz happening in there, and there's areas that nobody goes to. And so pretty much the same. If you wanna be on the areas where all the hustle and bustle is happening, then you're gonna likely gonna pay a lot. If you're gonna be on an area that nobody's there, well, you may find something of uh cheaper. I'm not gonna say better value because. What's the point of being in a place where nobody is? But the point is here. Well, maybe that area at some point will also become very happening because the the community is gonna grow. And so right now, what is driving the metaverse and these things and so well? Great, a lot of celebrities are already starting to, to do things in there, right? Like you know, Snoop Dogg has already a house, and so everybody wants to be neighbor of Snoop Dogg. they spending five, yeah, and they're spending five hundred thousand dollars on on on, a, on properties around his house, and so so there's already magnets coming into these communities. Be that celebrities, be that influencers, be that brands that are attracting the users to come to these metaverse places. And so that's just going to continue to grow.
1: Yeah. So, you know, basically it's just creating another microcosm, right? To mm-hmm. stick everybody in one place so that you can capture their attention. Because that that's the thing. Nowadays, what is it? Six second bumper ads, right? We have the attention span of goldfish. Yeah. So it's just getting shorter and shorter and shorter. So they're trying to carve out space, in different places of the world and now it's just digital because this is natural right this is a natural progression of what's been happening in the real world people have moved towards cryptocurrency not everybody but people have moved towards cryptocurrency they feel comfortable with that uh role-playing game with virtual reality and so and they've been doing that for a good long while with the youth Right. So if you think about yeah. people like Snoop, right? And and the people that he um people that people let love him, um, and mm-hmm. people around him. And then now with these guys, they hire coders, developers, game makers yeah. to create these worlds. This is not the standard construction yeah. company.
0: No. That, yeah. That that's really going back to the question that I said. Okay, well, okay, you buy a piece of land in the metaverse, what what do you do there? You build, you code in it whatever you want, exactly. And and you better be creative, and you better be engaging, and you better want to make people stick around because the more traffic you get in there, the more authority. I mean, again, this is this is we're reliving here the birth of search engines, the birth of social media networks all over again. Right, it's just a different concept. It's just different platforms, but we're just really going all over the same thing. And so that's totally true is you are just want to be a place where people want to spend time. And here is some you know I have some some numbers here that I I in my research I came up with so there is this real estate development company it's called Republic Realm. They spent 4.3 million on a parcel of virtual land, okay, that um, and this, I believe the the you know the head of these uh, organizations called Janini Yorio. They sold a hundred virtual private islands last year. apparently from this initial investment they make, they created a hundred virtual uh, private islands and sold each one at fifteen thousand dollars each. Now, the reselling value of those islands right now is three hundred thousand dollars, three hundred thousand dollars for what last year was worth fifteen thousand dollars. So it, it, we're not just guessing that there is going to be value. It's already happening. there there's already there's already people making money out of it. The thing is 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 this a bubble, right? Right? is Is this a bubble? is, is this is this another GameStop? Is that what we're what we're seeing here? But this is particularly interesting, Grace, because what's making these prices inflate so much and such is what's being attached to them, right? Who else is buying them? Who is present there? And so that is actually playing a critical role. The influence that brands and celebrities are having into this space is pretty massive. Now, last thing I want to talk here before we're moving in, into should law firms care about this, is how do you actually buy Metaverse properties? You're not going to believe it, but it's very simple. You basically go to Sandbox or to Decentraland or to Upland, and they have a section, buy property. And you connect your digital wallet, and you see what's available, and you buy it. And that's it. Now, here's the thing, it is a virtual world, but they still implemented scarcity, which means It cannot just forever grow. There is limits to how much property can be sold and so forth and so on. Because if you don't have that, then the property, the value of the property will never be there, right? It will will be kind of like, just like an area sort of thing, kind of like the first page of Google search results area. And that's what's gonna give you the worth. But um, in this case, there is a limit as to how much these places can grow. So that's one thing, but believe it or not, there is also a real estate company that's just specialized right now in selling metaverse property, and that's metaverse.properties. That's their website, and so you can also go there and see if they have some property. And I went yesterday, and they have really, really small Catalog of uh, properties available, but that's not to say that there is not enough in the market right now. It's just that this particular site doesn't. But you can just see all of these new businesses emerging, dedicating and focused hundred percent on the metaverse, like we did not see it before with um, you know the early stages of the internet and. I mean, maybe they were just different things. Maybe we were seeing them as different things. But now it's kind of like we're kind of like literally taking everything that exists in the new world and moving it into the virtual world and and adapting it as it is there, right? right. Grace, so only if you are ready. Should law firms consider investing real estate in the metaverse? Hmm. So,
1: I'm not going to directly answer the question and I'll tell you why. (laughs) Um, That is a difficult concept. Why is that difficult? Because most law firms are small, right? The average law firm is not a large company or a large firm that can necessarily take a chunk of money and purchase what would be potentially make sense, right, in terms of ROI in the real estate Mm -hmm. market online. So they need to look at it just like they would any other thing. Is this return on investment worth it? There needs to be a business plan. There needs to be a strategy. And this needs to be incorporated as part of that. So you need projections. And even that, because of the volatility of cryptocurrency, non-fungible tokens, and the digital world, you don't know if it's going to be there tomorrow. So, is this something that you truly want to spend your money on? Yeah, that is my take on it in terms of should law firms get involved? <clears throat> yes, if they can stomach the risk
0: so what you're saying is is very aligned with what experts, because I know I'm no expert in in any of this, but people who are more educated in this topic, they say, I mean, you should get into it. If you're totally fine with the idea of losing it at all. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You're not deliberately getting into it to lose it, but it should also not make such an injury in your business or investment profile that you're not going to be able to recover for it. So that is, that is kind of like the, the, the baseline that people are talking about it. That people are setting for any investment in there. Yep. Now I see, I see what you're saying, Grace, their business plan and so forth and so on. And I and I get it. I see this the more I read and the more I hear about it, I see this as a marketing move. I think law firms do need to pay a lot of attention as what's going to be happening in the metaverse because the moment their buyer persona starts spending time in their metaverse, they already need to be there. Right? They should have been there already. Yes. And, and here's the other thing that we do not need to forget is that the metaverse is not going to be a place of conversions. I don't think people, I don't know, and I may be completely wrong about it, but I I don't think people are going to go into the central land to search for an avatar about it. Maybe yes. I don't know. I actually have but uh, when you're, when go. you're done. <laughs> no, no, no. Go for it. Go for it. So uh,
1: Prager Medis International, uh, New mm-hmm. York-based accounting and service firm, purchased on Friday. Uh, it opened a virtual three-story property. Uh, okay. In, it bought for $35,000 in late December, and they have 23 physical offices. What they're going to use their virtual building for is to advise companies and other new and existing clients on tax and accounting issues. So I, unfortunately for once in our lives, disagree with you (laughs) when it comes to that, because people are feeling they like the idea, especially when you said divorce, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, you can make your avatar look like whatever you want, right? So
0: people, yeah, people are getting carried away by it. Grace, I see, I I see a lot of avatars that are very, very good looking and, and, people behind them are not as good looking so catfish, you know that's, that's very deceiving but yeah um, there needs to be some regulation on that well
1: so the the anonymity behind yeah. an avatar versus versus an actual individual having to talk to somebody is such a big difference right so if you're talking about legal accounting tax and certain things that somebody might feel for lack of a better word dumb when they're talking to people yeah. about it, right? Because they they point. don't understand it. So yeah. if they don't understand it and I can put my fake self in a virtual world and I can talk to another fake person, but it's a real person behind yeah. it and I know that, I will be more yeah. comfortable in this world talking to them about my problems.
0: You know what, Grace? You do have a very valid point there and it is. Maybe the convenience of it will make it to the point that, heck, yeah, I mean, you know, Just like I used to go to a website to research and then chat online with a person, I'm going to go and do it in in the metaverse. So could very potentially be the case. But I think the way that I see this more so taking off and really having an impact in law firms uh, is just just as a marketing uh, placement, as ad placement as a place to actually go and be present and build your brand. And, you know, just going through some ideas, things that are very simple and basic. But imagine how cool, because one of these metaverses, believe it or not, because, you know, people are not very creative. They decided to, instead of just create a whole new virtual world to say, hey, why don't we just replicate the the real world into the metaverse and create every single country, every single city, every single street in the metaverse. And then you can go and buy the same property and the same real estate that you already own in real life in the metaverse, if that's your thing. But, you know, if that were to be the case, imagine how cool it would be for someone like, for instance, Alexander Shunara. To be all over the Alabama metaverse with his billboards, virtually there. I did. I just think there is so much um, fun and creative things that lawyers can do to make their law, make their law firms part of their communities, of their virtual communities, so that they can be top of mind, right? And again, I, like this goes to the place as to what, what do I do with my real estate in the metaverse? Do you really want to create there uh, a space that looks like an office and there's a person in a desk or such? Or do you want to create a place where people can come, play games, do stuff, you know, entertainment, educational maybe as well, right? But I think that's where brands should be seeing really the opportunity. Brands as law firms, service providers, should be seeing their opportunity of being in this thing. Now, do I see this? I mean, I still struggle a lot with the idea of that one day we're all going to be super happy wearing these Oculus devices around our heads and feel very proud about it. And it may happen sooner than we think. It may not happen to the degree that we think that you're going to have to wear these. You know, Grace, you probably have also heard that there is this kind of like hybrid thing that is more augmented reality, like just wearing glasses that are giving you also uh, additional overlaying, other virtual elements. And so there is all that to be defined, right? That, that there is that big component that hasn't yet settled because the sale of all of Oculus devices did not really it didn't take perform. Off. Yeah. Yeah, did not really perform as it was anticipated it will. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that people are still, you know, like They don't see themselves as gamers. They don't see themselves of the age group where it'll make sense for them to wear something like that. And so there is that very big barrier to make. If you were to ask me, what do I think is going to be kind of like a pivoting moment into whether this really takes off to the degree that we think it will or not? I think it will be when Apple launches their own Product for an Oculus device or an augmented reality wearable or something around those lines because Apple is just cool and people follow what Apple does. And I agree. So, I agree completely. That's going to be a big turning point, in my opinion. But we're not there yet.
1: Did you see the movie Free Guy?
0: No, Grace. Do you recommend it?
1: I recommend it. Exp- Particularly because of this conversation. So mm-hmm. it was it was really I mean, it was a funny movie. Um that's why I watched it because I like kind of gamer oh, movies and all Ryan of that. Reynolds yes. running around yes.
0: in and out of worlds. Yes, yes. yes. I, I haven't seen that's it yet. Yeah. This
1: is exactly what we're talking about because what they do is they put on mm. lenses and it puts them into a virtual world overlay. Right. And yeah. they're in the metaverse with their avatar that they pick and yeah. choose how they want to look right? And then they have a bank of avatars that they can pick from. So this is exactly what we're talking about. They created a virtual world where you can buy things, you know, do things, hang out with people, hang out with other avatars, exactly the same concept. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if anybody wants to learn a little bit more and hasn't seen that movie, that is probably the best movie to explain to you what a metaverse could do and how that could apply to your law firm. Yeah. Just like directly because yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. there's shops in there where you could go buy a, a loaf of bread. You know what I mean? Or you could go to a pawn shop. Yeah. So it it really is something, one of those concepts that if you haven't yeah. been exposed to it before, it can be a little alien and foreign. But just like you said, Liel, if you think about it as another marketing tool in your basket of tools, use it like that
0: and be yeah.
1: creative and
0: I think, embrace yeah. it. I think to try to get people to convert there in a place where they're primarily, I see them going for entertainment, probably for retail shopping, um, maybe a little bit uh, a step too far. But you are absolutely right, Grace, when you say that a lot of things that have to do with difficulties in life, I think maybe there is going to be a very big interest from people to be able to, you know, have an even more seamless experience dealing with it than they currently have on on the internet as we know it right now, which is through websites, through apps, and through emails, portals, whatever that is. So certainly very interesting but if you are brave enough to go and buy real estate in the metaverse, just, you know, do your research a little bit and see who else has bought. I would say I, let's start with takeaways. Right, Grace, because that's where we are yes. right now. So, Grace, number one, it's all yours.
1: So, yeah, I, I think we can use your, the thing you just said as the first takeaway. Let's do that. Right. Where,
0: do your research. Do your
1: research, guys. I mean, if you are <laughs> if you are extremely risk averse, like me, I am personally as funny as it sounds. I I know a lot about all these things, and that's part of the reason why I probably don't really delve into it myself personally. I am extremely risk averse. I know that about myself, so I won't get into cryptocurrency. I won't get into non fungible tokens. I may at some point, and it might be too late right? Where it's too expensive or something. But for me, it is not something that I feel comfortable with. So do your research and make sure it's something that you are comfortable with that you can delve into. Do your research. I cannot tell you enough and make sure that you are comfortable with what you're doing.
0: I agree with you, Grace. I would say, you know, just about because the do your research, you know, line has become a little bit sort of a meme at this point. There is things that you just do not need to research because there is already brighter minds behind the known outcome. Right, good point. That have already done the due diligence, yes. right? So this is not this is not one of those scenarios. But because there is still a lot of factors up in the air, this is not a this is not a science, you know that that can be predicted in up to certain extent. So you know, just make sure that the sources where you're getting your information from and such are legitimate yeah. right and the track record of the people who you're listening or you're following have some level of credibility yeah right Race. and i think it's a little bit hard to point out here to directions because i personally don't know a lot of resources of who are gurus that can be trusted when it comes down to this space so that's why i think it's important that you that you do spend your time in it the other thing grace is like know yourself just like you said i would say that you know takeaway number two if you are one of those lawyers that think that one of their biggest mistakes over the past 10 years was not getting into crypto earlier on then you probably need to start seeing how are you getting into some of these right whether it's nfts whether it's the uh, metaverse real estate or such because it looks like you're gravitating towards this kind of investments, right? And I know it's you know we all wish that we'd had bought Bitcoin when it when it was just dollars, and now it's thousands of dollars, right? So I think you knowing yourself and your risk levels, as you've said very well, there, Grace, is going to be very important. And you need to remember uh, again, this is not us saying; these are experts saying. Get into this knowing that if you're going to lose it. You're not gonna. You're not gonna end up with a. You know, with with a major fall. You're not gonna be able to recover from. So, it's still gambling. so that's one. It's still gambling. Yeah, that's two. And last takeaway, Grace. Number three. Number three to me is,
1: um, if you don't, you need to really look at these new virtual worlds and the concept of virtual worlds. So even if you don't personally get into it. I, I think you need to understand it as another play in the digital world and because people are going to go there and you want to be where people are going. That's your community. Yeah. Right. So the, and, and as things progress and things, um, you know, the world is coming together as a whole. Right. I mean, we are more online than ever before. People are working pretty much yeah. remote. A lot of them, um, you know, still doing those things that unfortunately happened, you know, two years ago or a year and a half ago going on to now. Knowing all of that, you can need to get involved, whether it is that you yeah. you look at it and it's something you decide you don't want to do, but you need to get involved in the digital world of metaverse and meta real estate. Um, and and the concept of of avatars and yeah. online communities right because it's yeah. it's beyond now it is beyond social media yeah. it is it's beyond yeah. that type of engagement people want more and more from you
0: as a provider. Very, very good point that that you brought up there because we've been focusing here a lot on the metaverse from the, from, from the user standpoint, right? From the consumer standpoint. Right. But there is a very, very big business element here around here. And Microsoft is envisioning the entire future of their platform being a metaverse thing, right? Yes. So like the whole themes and stuff for it to be a virtual space and for offices to be, you know, virtual metaverses your office to be its own little metaverse thing where people will go walk around as virtual figures interacting with each other physically, well, metaverse speaking, physically taking themselves into conference rooms, into, you know, meeting spaces, you know, their desks where they're sitting and working. I mean, like, this is, this is how this is being envisioned. This is how the way it's being pitched, yeah. right? Yeah. I think with a lot of holograms right now, because it doesn't seem like they figured out already how to, you know, make you look like a, a real person in the metaverse world, doesn't matter, but they're working towards they that. They are. So, Grace, it's a very fun conversation to have, but one that you, whether you're of the mindset of, nah, I'm the real world kind of person, you know, going against it is just not going to serve you for any purpose. And you may not necessarily be the one to jump in and buy real estate into right. the metaverse, but you certainly should be aware of it. You should certainly spend some time looking at it, maybe experiencing it as a user, exactly. right? You're probably going to either like it or hate it. Don't forget these are very early stages and there is, there is billions of dollars. Facebook just alone is putting $10 billion into metaverse projects. This year. They changed their name. And so, right, well, they've changed their name. To Meta. Which raised the level of awareness about the metaverse to a point that it just became very obvious to everyone. Now, most of people know and have heard this term before. Whereas six months ago, it was still kind of like just a vague prediction that just people who were very much into Crypto and NFTs and such, the gaming world, we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was kind of like a super sci fi sort of concept. But I do go, I am going to say that going back to the recommendations on uh, movies, I mean, uh, Ready Player One, very much, very much, yeah, very much metaverse uh, alike. And even The Matrix is pretty much an early take on what the metaverse is. That's where the term came from. There you go, Grace.
1: You know me in etymology. I like where these terms kind of come from. And I saw that actually Metaverse came from that movie, from The Matrix specifically.
0: (laughs) That's it. And you got to respect The Matrix. That's right. Great. Great conversation. Thank you so much for your time. A lot to think of, but a lot of opportunities to explore in the future. And we'll be back next week with another conversation. That's right. Thank you, Leo. Bye. If you like our show, make sure you subscribe, tell your co-workers, leave us a review, and send us your questions at ask at incamerapodcast.com We'll see you next week.